Hello everybody, Faisal Talpur here once again. Hope you're all keeping well. Um, a few months ago, I was called for a business meeting and um, the, uh, uh, you know, one of the, the potential uh, clients of mine who actually uh, wanted to have this meeting, he had this specific problem. Uh, and uh, to be honest with you, it's not only him who had this problem. A lot of people actually have this problem. And the problem is, you know, you how do you save time in business in terms of when are you when you're speaking to people, when you are trying to onboard clients, when you're speaking to when you're prospecting some of these people, uh, you know, your prospective clients and, and, and what have you, um, you know, you end up spending so much time speaking to a lot of these people, uh, not realizing whether they are going to be able to, you know, uh, uh, come come to you as a client, whether they will become your client or not. Um, so I have actually had uh, uh, several meetings uh, with few people um, who have uh, raised this concern. So I thought it's probably best that I share this, uh, you know, my simple five steps or, or techniques that I use to save my time when I'm coming across, uh, you know, uh, meeting people. Um, this guy who actually called the business meeting um, he had this uh, a lot of time. So for, for, from his perspective, um, he said, you know, if he was meeting uh, people, let's say 10, 10 out of yeah, 10, 10 out of 10, nine of those people would turn out to be complete time wasters. Now, that's a very bad ratio, which means obviously 90 percent is the success ratio, uh, success ratio of his meetings. That means he spends a lot of time meeting people uh, which does not materialize um, and does not convert into business. That's certainly not good practice because of course there's a lot of time being wasted. I met another guy and he said I must have met about 315 people uh, in 2018 and only five of them ended up becoming his clients. Now, 315 people against five people becoming clients. Uh, I'm sure it does not take a genius to figure out that that is a very low ratio, right? That is a very low meeting to client ratio, okay? Um, and hence, I think uh, this video is important because this is probably going to uh, help you. If you are in business, it's going to help you. Also, this can actually the same uh, I suppose techniques can be applied in real life um, to keep people away, people who you don't think um, can add some sort of value in, in your life, uh, how you can keep them away. Uh, so this is how I do it. Number one, you have, I'm going to keep it, uh, you know, within the realms of business. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep it within the business lingo. Um, and that is you define your ideal client criteria first. So step number one is you define your ideal client criteria, which means um, you are um, defining the key factors which you would like to have in your client. Yes, uh, that is extremely important. Majority or in fact, nobody I have actually ever come across, um, you know, takes it to the level of defining the client criteria to be you know, from A to Z, exactly what he's looking for in his client or in her client. Um, so the best way I can explain this is when I go into defining somebody uh, as my client and the client criteria, in my company, everybody knows how deep we go into this because 
this directly relates to the time we spend with the people who we are meeting this directly relates to the amount of money that we are uh, spending uh, you know on advertisements on campaigns uh, so it relates to efficiency it relates to productivity it re it relates to a lot of other issues which may arise in in a business if you have not defined your client criteria so it's almost like you know if you are not clear in what who you are trying to attract you may be just purely making noise in the wrong direction so you could be shouting in this direction whereas your clients are actually standing in that direction and that can be the defining moment for a lot of businesses and a lot of businesses um, can suffer tremendously if they don't get this right so how do you define a, a you know a, a perfect client criteria from for us it goes as deep as not just you know the gender and the age group that we are looking to attract but it goes as deep as their habits their ha hobbies their interests their skill set right you know where can they be found you know what do they do in their free time what do they do in their you know during their work hours right uh, where are what are their hangouts where who do they associate with so if they are following somebody for example you know who would be their role model right um, you know um, and what do they what do what are they thinking when they are going to bed what are they thinking when they're waking up right what is uh, you know their main concern in life right now what is their biggest priority in life right now okay uh, if what you are trying to sell to them is it a good to have for them or is it a must-have for them right now okay if it is a must-have for them naturally they would love to become your client and if they would love for you to help them out right uh, if it is a good to have um, then obviously it is not a desperate need as such okay um, then we go into the thought process we go into their finances we go into I mean we haven't even met this client we go into the geographical location of where this client should be based right um, um, and you know like I said likes and dislikes and, and needs and wants every single thing is what is described to the T right uh, you know what is their profession what is their turnover so we actually end up creating um, an, an ideal uh, scenario of a human being whether he is a man or a woman or both right I mean if you're trying to target working moms then of course it has to be a different criteria for that particular product or service who we are going to be selling to the working moms right um, anyway so the first step is you define your client criteria but it's not good enough to say oh men under the age of 30 right or men under the age of 30 who drive fast cars right you need to go a lot more deep into who you are trying to attract and uh, and I'll tell you in a minute why that is extremely important uh, and exactly what is also important is you have to understand what their emotions are at that point in time okay uh, and how you can also get them emotionally involved with your promotions okay our driving decisions uh, our driving behavior uh, as humans is heavily driven by emotions uh, and if we are not getting that right we are missing a big point now that brings me to the second uh, um, you know uh, point that I would like to make here and that is once you have defined this 
you have got to be able to get your marketing messaging right okay so the messaging or the messages that you're trying to create uh, be it your email be it your whatsapp messages if you're trying to send that to a few people uh, be it your text messages be it your advertisement be it your campaigns uh, billboards television advertisements whatever you're trying to do uh, or, or whatever medium you're trying to use your marketing messaging has got to be spot on right now obviously that can only be spot on and that can only be correct if you know two things well one is of course your product now i'm assuming you know that product if you have created or the service if you have created you know it very well or if you're trying to sell somebody else's product and service i'm sure you know that very well and most important is who you are trying to sell it to and that's where the first point comes in which is the ideal crime criteria the marketing messaging you know the, the 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 pointers and the words and the phrases that you're trying to attract those clients have got to be very precise okay uh, and you should not be putting out for example um, how to put this um, confused messages right naturally I mean I, I'll, I'll give you an example let's say you're trying to attract corporate clients you're trying to attract big companies if you're trying to attract big companies if you put out a market message that says you know how uh, you can help a company uh, uh, or a small business owner right with a specific problem right now if that problem and the fact that you've used the word small business owner and the fact that the way you are coming across in your advertisement is attracting a small business naturally you'll never be able to get the attention of a corporate client okay um, so it's extremely important who you define and then you write the marketing messaging for that particular person now how does that relate to you perhaps meeting people as well right um, now when you have got these people trying to contact you uh, or you're trying to approach them right you have got to have a list of qualifying questions okay uh, now this is obviously now I'm talking about uh, uh, you know a phone interaction uh, or some sort of an interaction it can be an email interaction it can be a whatsapp interaction or whatever but before that before that interaction takes place you have to have a few set of qualifying questions which will define and determine who you are trying to get on board so this acts as your final filter okay uh, filter number one ideal client criteria filter number two get your marketing messaging right filter number three have a qualifying criteria which absolutely defines to the T who you would like to get on board as a client okay now number three uh, is before you waste any time and this is what um, some of uh, uh, you know these uh, their colleagues of mine are, are you know in business are doing they are saying yes to almost every meeting they are saying yes to almost every networking event they are saying yes to you know every possibility or every opportunity of them meeting people i don't do that i'm quite the opposite i can be very lazy when it comes to things like that so i uh, uh, you know put people through this whole uh, filtering system which by the way they don't know that they are being put through mind you right um, so you know so so it's not offensive at all towards them right um, you know so the the criteria is that I have got I take that criteria very seriously and I put those messages sorry the, those qualifying questions in a whatsapp 
message if I'm interacting with that person or if I'm speaking to somebody and I try and do my interaction or on the phone first before I actually ever go to meet anybody uh, very important because meeting of course naturally consumes a lot more time and you are you know you have to be very courteous of course you just can't get up and leave if you're not liking you know what is being said in the meeting and if you know that the person who you're, you're sitting across is actually going to be a time waster is actually not going to be able to help you right so the best thing to do is you qualify that person on whatsapp or your phone call have a 15 minute phone conversation then you know where that person stands whether that person is a perfect match for you in biz in that in that particular business you're trying to get him on board right uh, and the last one is that if he does qualify or she does qualify in that phone call on that or on that phone meeting you then have can have a physical face to face right now there should also be a structure to that physical face to face right it should not be uh, an un, not be an un, un, unended meeting right so you don't have you have got to obviously uh, you know classify a time you have to have an understanding of how that meeting is which is typically true I mean people you know uh, say you know I'm gonna you know dedicate an hour for this or two hours for this but it's not only that if you frame the meeting if you structure the meeting um, intelligently then there is no reason why you cannot extract more from the meeting from those 60 minutes that you're spending you know with, with with the person so if you have got this all these four five things in place especially these five things in place there is no reason why you should come across time wasters and there is no reason why you should be wasting physical face-to-face uh, -face time with people and not having any results right so your meeting becomes your fifth and the last filter uh, after which of course you know uh, naturally you will still have some people who you will find that you know actually you could not gel with them and for some reason they're not the right people for you to work with then naturally of course you know you'll have to let them go but at least using these uh, five methods or five ways you will be able to waste a sorry save a lot of time for yourself okay now I do a lot of consulting uh, I put uh, a lot of uh, uh, systems and processes and, and workflows in place for companies uh, for them to manage themselves efficiently uh, I do a lot of consulting in terms of uh, putting marketing engines in place as well uh, if you think um, you know I'm somebody who can help you uh, with your business in any way shape or form uh, feel free to get in touch my website is Faisal Talpu that's spelled f-a-i-s-a-l-t-a-l-p-u-r.com uh, hopefully today's video has made some sense and hopefully is going to save you you know uh, countless hours of worthless effort um, for now thank you very much Faisal Talpur once again adios